But I just realized that most humans, if left to their own devices, they're going to take the shortcut. They're going to quit early. Not, not necessarily when they're on E, but when they feel like they're on E. And there's a difference. This episode is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few? So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. Today's show is brought to you by Ashford University. Ashford University is a WSCUC accredited institution that offers innovative online degree programs that can help you achieve your higher education goals. While you're spending time at home, don't just think about your future. Think about how your decisions today can impact your children's children, and let's do something about it. You can get a degree from Ashford University that can help you have a brighter future. Educational is personal at Ashford University. Your success is their success. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Do it today. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success. That's ashford.edu forward slash success. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beat smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. Hey, what's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's going on, y'all? What it do? Hey, I got Dr. King in the building. I have a dream. Legacy. Let's go. Legacy in the building. Also got uh, back on the treddy, Dr. (laughs) Douglas. Dr. Douglas, what's happening? Blessed, man. Blessed. We also got a, a special guest in the building. You know him. Hey! He, he's ready. Oh! He's ready. He's pretty sure he has a joke that can stump you. Uh, so we're going to turn it over to uh, young Carlos Revere Quitty the third. And hey, let him do his thing. we got a stage name yet for him? We got to get a stage name. It's, what you going by? Just Trey Trey, huh? Yeah. All right. Ready? All right, get in here so they can see. All right. Sit up so I can see you in the dark. All right, right there. There you go. Come on. What did the pig say when he was in the sun too long? What did the pig say when mm-hmm. he was in the sun too long? He had a sit. He had a suntan. I'm bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, love it. I love it. Yes. Bacon. I'm bacon. Okay, now back to what y'all was... this stuff, man. He comes <laughs> up with this stuff. Oh, yeah. That, that's he's going to be on the big stage soon. Hey, uh, what? so what was y'all saying about me being Joe Jackson now? <laughs> so, Bob was asking me if um, I saw, I think it was on Lifetime, the um, yeah. Clark yeah. sisters. Now you, yeah. now, you know, Ma, let me tell you something. 
bro, I almost died. She's in the mom, uh, Maddie Moss in the hospital, you know, and she is in bad shape. And she tells her babies to go get her some better made chips. I'm like, oh, <laughs> barbecue better made. I'm like, oh, if this ain't. Oh, this ain't the D, baby. If this ain't the D. They showed a carry the batter purse around with the better made in them boys. Oh, I'm like, okay. yo, if this ain't the D, soup man, oh, super, no super proud, yeah. you know, of them sisters, man. And I got to say this, Ma, Didi going to kill me. But Didi thought she was carrying Clark back in the day. Oh, you know okay, you know okay. Be, Ma, uh-huh. Cut your hair, Ma. Yeah, with the little bob. Like that with the... <laughs> Sabbath, Friday night, we listened to Finally Karen, and uh, yeah, Diddy thought she was Karen Clark for a minute there. Mm. Phenomenal hookup, though. Phenomenal, phenomenal movie. But yeah. Whoa, how, I, I, how did I miss this? It was on Netflix or what? Oh, uh, no, you, you missed it. They said Lifetime. That's yeah, how you missed it. Too. Right, it's oh. Lifetime. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was crazy, though. The reason why we said, so if you think about like her, their mom, Bro, their mom had them getting up, man, and, and practicing and singing, man. And I guess the mom, she was really known in the gospel community as a singer. And she just put it in her daughters, man. Kind of like that same type, Joe Jackson with the Jackson 5. I think at one point, uh, somebody said something, or her husband or whatever said, a bishop, he said, who you think they are, the Jackson 5? And she was like, nah, they better than the Jackson 5. And, and vocally wise, they man, much better. They were just, but it just showed how, like, and, and I know a lot of people might sit back and, and the movie kind of showed, like, you know, like, hey, the mom was really on them and things like that, but they had massive success. And sometimes it showed when you look at the Jackson 5, you know, you look at, um, I don't even know who else, E, but with the Clark sisters, it's just, it always shows that level of training from a young age it's almost a sacrifice man and i was just saying i was just saying like man cj you know he'd be on us you know that same kind of way you know me and e me and e you know e is like michael jackson he like little mike i'm like tito i'm tito with the guitar in the background but you know what i'm saying and you know (laughs) but you know what ma Man, and this this kills me, man, because it's like, man, just the dichotomy. It's like, on one hand, and for real, bro, you got you had to be alive during that era. You know, Twinkie was a beast, bro. Mm. You know, and Twinkie reminded me of C2 in that, you know, Twinkie wasn't supposed to be listening to secular music, but Twinkie yeah. would listen to that secular music and let it influence mm. the gospel, you know. And when she did that remix on Stevie Wonder, you know, um, when she did that, man, man, I'm telling you, that Joker was in the clubs. Mm. Here's the question I got, because here's what's crazy. They actually got to the point where they was as big as any secular artist. Like, they gospel stuff was on, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was winning Grammys and stuff. Yep. But mom stopped them. It was like, the church was tripping. Like, yo, that ain't, that ain't y'all can't be, my man was like, look, I'll bring you to the, my studio to the club, I pay you whatever you want. I give y'all whatever money. And Miles was like, hmm. man, the church was like, y'all can't be singing and they gotta be in the church. And the mom was yeah. like, the girls were struggling because they was like, yo, you told us that we were supposed to be ministering to the world. Now we ministering to the world. Mm. Oh. And y'all saying we shouldn't minister to the world. So it's crazy, Ma, because they could have really you yeah. know, been on that level. But it was their mom who was struggling because the church was 
getting on her head. They were sitting her down, you know, putting it on her. The yeah. judge was like, you can't represent us like that. We're going to kick you out. And so mom just backed off and let the girls do it. But, man, they could have went so much further. So, for real, man, it's a question of you work that hard, mm. you know, it's like, and you get that break. What's the, it's, it's strange sometimes. Even with us, it'll be times where C will be like, pull back, E. And I'm like, what? You're making me work this hard. Oh, you finally, and now you're talking about your back. I'm talking about E. I'm talking about we like at our peak, but we just like, oh, man, we. And, and then all of a sudden, you get that call from C, like, hey, y'all, man, pull the plug. Back pull the plug. plug a little bit. <laughs> pull the plug. Like I don't know. Maybe you can speak to it real quick. See, I know this ain't our topic, uh-huh. but it's like, how do you, how, first of all, why is it that the Dr. Maddie Mosses of the world, you see, why do you push people so hard? You know what I'm saying? It's like, why, you know what I'm saying? Why do you push so hard? Because sometimes people are resistant to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why do you push people so hard? No, I think it's a fair question. And, you know, I just realized that, uh, as I told E before, like, most humans don't need help hitting the snooze button. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I remember people used to be on E like, ah, oh, uh, this dude telling people not to sleep. And I'm like, okay, if you want to be one of those idiots that take it, like, full-fledged, like, he really don't ever want you to go to bed and he wants you to just die and bleed out on the side of the road of sleep deprivation, okay, keep being that dumb. But the one thing I told E is I was like, nah, E don't let up off the gas because most humans need help not hitting the snooze button. You know what I'm saying? Most humans, not we're not talking about sleeping now, we're talking about oversleeping. We're talking about maximizing your ability. And most humans, let's be honest, they don't die on E. You know what I'm saying? They still got more to give. Like, if you ask yourself at the end of the day, did I give my best effort? The, the answer from 90% of humans is going to be no. Like, I, I gave it a little something. I gave it 50, 60, 70%. So what, what happened, I guess, in our circle is I just realized that, one, we're not talented enough to go half speed. Like, that's, that's one thing I know for sure. It's like, I didn't come from an environment where half speed is going to get you to a multi-million dollar company. I didn't come from an environment where half speed could make E the number one motivational speaker in the world. So I used to be enraged. Y'all know me back in the day, I was bad. I would become enraged when I saw even like our staff or anybody on our team who was like playing half speed. And so the only way I knew to get people to that next level, I'm going to just be real. One of my, you know, uh, inexperiences as a leader, one of my faults as a leader was, I only had one speed. I'm going to drill you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, because I saw what would happen. Like, I'm going to just be real with y'all. I would, we would have a staff meeting and I would blow up and go crazy. I promise you, for three weeks straight, it's like, oh, we humming. Now, it didn't always last. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. I had to do it again in another month. But I just realized that most humans, if left to their own devices, they're going to take the shortcut. They're going to quit early. Not, not necessarily when they're on E, but when they feel like they're on E. And there's a difference between when you feel like you don't have no more. Like I was working out the other day. It's crazy. Think about this. I was working out and I've been going hard, like straight up. Like I've been going harder in the quarantine than you know I was probably going before. But I promise y'all, I was dog tired. I'm talking about dog tired. My legs was hurting, my chest everything. And I was like, and I had my playlist going and a certain song came on and I don't know if y'all ever felt it, but like a song came on. It was, I can't even remember. It might've been like an old J Cole song or something, 
Bro, I promise you, out of nowhere, I got an energy burst out of this world. And it helped me. I continued my workout for like another 25 minutes. And I was like, whoa, in my mind, I really thought I was on E. I was like, see, congratulations. I was giving myself the flowers, looking at my shirt. I'm sweat. It's wet. I got the, the floor and the master like wet. I'm like, you did it. And that song came on and gave me another 25 minutes. And I just realized that at most humans, even when you think you on E, you not. And that's what, to me... E's greatest gift is, is E is able to pull out like that extra, you know, 80% that you didn't even know you had. You thought your 2030 was full speed and it wasn't. And so for me, um, I guess that would be the first reason. The second reason is like, and this is going to sound weird, but like, and, and, and maybe like self-congratulatory or something, but like we really are good dudes. Like we really are who we say we are. Like I'm really spending time with my family. I'm really... You know, these are like really my brothers. We really care about people. We really trying to put this out for the world. And I'll be honest with you, um, in this particular industry, without naming any names or doing any of that foolishness, like everybody's not looking out for people's best interest. And so me and E would go places. And I remember it was the craziest thing. Like E and I would go places back in the day and we would be around dudes like when we was on our come up and dudes was already there. And Carl, you know, we'll be in places and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we got bums in the seats out there. And, you know, they'll be talking about like, yeah, these, you know, we, we could try to get this much money out of people and we could try to do this and we could try to do that. And me and E used to be looking like, yo, what? And they'll be like, E, what you about to sell to everybody? And E'll be like, I, I don't got nothing to sell. And they would be looking at us like we crazy. And we was, me and E was looking at each other like, yo, we really here to do the work we talking about. You know what I'm saying? I was like, whoa. I was like, these dudes really just trying to scheme people? And it, it was crazy to me that that world even existed. And when I got in that world, I saw how hard they worked to take from people. And I think I got so pissed. And I was like, okay, if they doing that and they going that hard, the one, the, the good guys got to go just as hard or harder. So they, there's the saying, uh, nice guys finish last. And that's like my least favorite saying in the world. Because it's true, but not in our case. We're going to finish first and be nice guys. And that, and to me, that's always been my mentality. And it's why I go so hard. It's why I don't let up. It's why I am driven to keep E at the number one spot. And I tell people all the time when people ask me what my job is. Oh, we can be on the podcast. We can do albums. We can have conferences. I can come up with content. We can do branding. We can do whatever. My job is to make sure that E stays number one in the world. Not for monetary, monetary purposes, but for the world, because we really need that message. We really need to go hard, you know, so, so people can get to that next level, so people can have this message. And so I would say, one, to push people to that next level, and two, because this really is a fight, and I believe it's a fight versus good and evil, and I believe a good can defeat evil, but not if, it, not if good ain't working as hard as evil. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and I want to say this, C, to... Um, Especially, you know, because we, we, from what I'm hearing, we're about to, whether it be gradual or not, we're about to start the re-entry program. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was watching the president yesterday, and, uh, and he, he looking to, you know, kind of restart that boy, get that economy going hmm. again. And so I just want to say to those of you who might have, you know, maybe a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month left in this new normal, man, I'm saying this with all my heart. Like, do not be afraid of the CJs of the world, you know, and mm. stop, stop 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like stop trying to avoid because of the pain or perceived pain. A, perceived yeah, perceived pain. pain. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's uncomfortable. And a lot of you would prefer, you know, again, the path of least resistance. And I feel you. But the path of least resistance really brings you the most pain. And I'm going to tell you why. Because although you hate the Joe Jacksons of the world, you know, you know, when you see them from outside, you're looking like, man, I don't even want to deal with that. The pilots of the world that's very demanding, very driving. And even I ain't even going to lie, the air traffic control, which are exact. You know what I'm saying? It was funny. I was talking to Jay yesterday. Whoo, this quarantine, bro. He put a program on. When I tell you what you've done for Make Real Estate Real for Adults, yeah. he's put a program together literally for at first, more I was thinking it was for like, you know, like where I come from. You know, it's like, but then I realized I was like, no, this is for middle class, you know, like middle and upper class kids, you know, who are trying to find their identity, if you will. Mm. You feel me? And so he put a program together, bro. I, I tell you, when CJ get a hold of this joker, he gonna be able to change the youth community, and I don't mean wow. black. I mean yeah. uh, probably more white kids, you know, uh, maybe Asian, like affluent people, kids. This is who this is for, you know? And I was talking to him and I was on the method part. He thought I was on the method and I could see he was snapping like, well, I can't, I'm trying to, and I was dying laughing. Like, I feel you, bro. I feel you, you won't be left alone. I feel you. You like, I got something sweet. Don't tell me about my, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, and I was like, bro, I feel you hundred percent. I didn't back down no more. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. back down. You know what I'm saying? Like the old me would have backed down. I ain't backed down. I was like, yo bro, I ain't trying to be funny, but. Don't create a program without who you have in mind. You feel me? Like, mm, don't, don't create a good. product without the person well, because you're going backwards now. So yeah. you need to really think about who you're doing this for, whatever, who's going back and forth. And I'm telling y'all, some of y'all out there, you hate the, 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 the Joe Jackson, but I'm going to tell you this. I never have a year where my dreams don't become a reality. You feel me? I'm just being real. There's never a financial goal that I set there's never a, a influence or an impact goal I set that I don't hit. And I'm going to be real. When I didn't like to be told what to do, man, it was dissatisfaction of you can't tell me what to do. But I was in an abandoned building, Ma. You can't tell me what to do, Ma. <laughs> right. I'm not a trash can, Ma. But you were making your own decisions. <laughs> but I, I was making my own I'm being real. And I, yeah. love, I love the fact that couldn't nobody tell me what to do, um, even with like us running, with me running, you know, and Ma be running and Ma hit me up. Ma, I used to love when I could exercise and didn't nobody know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I would love it, Ma. I'd love not to have you go, how many miles you do eat? I just did four, eat what you do. <laughs> I would love to just like, yo, just run. You go run with you, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me, though. <laughs> Why you all looking my business? But I can tell you what happens, Ma. When you do it by yourself, you don't push yourself yeah. When, yeah. when nobody's accountable. You yeah. feel much better when ain't nobody, nobody don't know what you're doing. You feel solid, bro. Mm -hmm. But when people know what you're doing, although it's nerve wracking, it's aggravating, you know, it's like, come on, get out of my business. But you achieve more when you're being pushed than when you are doing your own thing. So I just want to say for real, the mad shout out to the Clark sisters, but let's not just watch movies and get entertained. It's like who your Maddie Moss? Yeah, what's who your Dr. Maddie Moss? Who pushing exactly. you? And then and then in the crew, she named them. She was like, "Yo, Karen, Karen Michael Jackson." Like mm -hmm. she named off each one of them. Karen, she Michael Jackson. 
She yeah. got a voice that's worth Twinkie. Can't nobody write like Twinkie and play like Twinkie. Like she had all her girls in the room and she broke each one of them down. And I'm telling you, they all went and did their own album and they all came back like, yo, we okay apart, but we fire. Them mm. jokers came back after 20 some years, did another <laughs> album and went yeah. gold, bro. Yeah. They came back, won Grammys, bro. And so I'm telling you, a lot of y'all want to do your own album because you hate being told what to do. You want to do your own album because, and a lot of y'all say, I want to be like E.T. No, you don't by yourself. You ain't never seen me by myself. <laughs> you ain't never seen me do nothing on the solo. Right. So I'm telling y'all, although it's uncomfortable to have your Joe Jackson, go ahead and deal with the uncomfortable, but get all the dreams, all the rewards that come with having somebody that's pushing you. And E, the thing is, too, man, you got to be coachable. You know, you got to be coachable, bro. If you look at any of the greats, you know, you even look at the, the Michael Jordans of the world, you look at Kobe Bryant's, they all had a coach. You know that they listen to. You can't never. I, I. I. don't think it's been one championship team that's ever been out there that didn't have a coach that they were able to, and a team that actually listened to that coach. And it's been a whole bunch of great teams. If you look at the New York Knicks, oh, you look at the yeah, you look at the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? You look at teams that should have won a championship. They should have won a championship. They had the talent. They had all the talent in the world, but it was always a disparity between the coach and the players. These, these players was like, oh, man, we ain't got to listen to them, man. I'm so-and-so, so-and-so. But if you look at those, they about to come out with this Michael Jordan, um, the Bulls thing on, on, on April 19th. And if you just watch that, you'll see. Bro, they had so much respect for Phil Jackson, Michael, greatest player of all time. But he still had that – oh, they still respected Phil. They listened to the coach. And that's the thing. And I think that's the thing that's with us, team, that just makes us successful is that and, and you know it's CJ? He, hey, if you think about it, me and E, we grown, we grown man, right? We grown man in the group, you know what I'm saying? But and, you know, and you got oh, Carl a grown man too now. Carl is a grown man too. He over forty, but you know CJ is a baby still, you know. But yet, but yet, you know, we got times, you know, when we out just on our friendship stuff, brother stuff, you know, we put CJ in his place, you know, he's our little brother. But then when, but when we're in business and when we're taking care of things and, and we understand, hey, see, it's the coach. Hey, and so we're coachable. We know how to put whatever to the side and we're listening now. And I think that's the secret to success. And I'm just saying, Maul, that ain't easy, bro. Hey, E, I still, forget, I never forget the day you did, I'm talking about a bomb message, E, to Michigan State University football team. I never forget that. We captured it. Footage fire. This is the time where we were still learning. So footage looked good. Audio looked good. We got E with the squad. I'm talking about like, see, I'm about to have this sucker from his heart. <laughs> Lit the team up, Mahal. And I said it to C, like, edited. And I was like, yo, we about to launch this. C was like, absolutely not. And I was like, no, you lost your dog on mine, C. Like, wrong <laughs> from my heart. And I say from my heart, a heart's ball. I don't know what I said. E, was it the best message? E, was it the best message you ever did, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and I sent it to C, and C was like, yo, you're not putting that out. And I was like, okay, he lost his mind. I'm like, C, it ain't no reason. And, and to be real, C, let me be real with you. I got personal now. Like, oh, he ain't here, so he, he didn't want us to put it out. And C said, no, no, no. You can't put it out because he has to go to other teams. And you can't have, and, and the point I'm trying to make, so when we're dealing with video, like there's a shot called a point of view perspective, right? And what it is, Maul, I'm standing on the edge of a cliff. What the, 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 the producer, director, whoever, videographer would do is show you what I am seeing as the actor, right? 
And dude, that's only what I am seeing, right? So I'm only seeing my perspective to your point. Dude, you, ha- you need a coach because the coach is seeing three, four, five. He's been through it before. He's seen circumstances before. He's thinking about it a different way. So he's not seeing it the same way you're seeing it. Mike, yeah, you can score. Kobe, you can score. But we're not going to win like that. Here's some other stuff you need to add to the game. Nothing wrong with what you're doing. That's cute. But that's only 30% of what we need nah, to get done. I don't feel like it ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> we see get done with you. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, just that point of view perspective is, and it's, it's, it's the assessment again. Like we each have a unique perspective on how we see things. Like that's just the way we're wired. So you, I want to yeah. say it like this. I don't think you can be successful if you don't have people showing you the other perspectives. Oh, C only showing you his perspective. I don't know that he. Showed, I don't know that he. Only, oh, you got. Hey, you got at least his and yours. He know my language. He got one language, and that's the language he's speaking. He don't know other language, bro. Carl Tomlinson said, "Well, you know, you have the fight attendant in the." No, C don't know none of that. All he knows is what he feel, how that's he it. feel, and that's all you getting, bro. Yeah, um, y'all, I, man. How did this turn into? Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just asked the question. Joe Jackson. <laughs> if Ma was the one that said it. Oh, man. No, uh, here's the thing. I hope everybody understands that we're just talking about in the actual, like, ETA side of things. Because <laughs> I do not. He definitely be telling us what to do everywhere else. Just as uh, it relates to this. I'm not like they boss anywhere away from this. So don't, uh, don't. Well, don't we work 60 with. hours a week, so. Well, that's, okay, so, so majority like, of the time. Hey, you only work at 60? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm only doing 60 now, more. Once I became number one, he gave me a break when I became number one. Okay, because I'm doing about 80. Right. Oh, yeah, I used to do that before I became number one. I was doing 80. So, but you know what? It's crazy that we had this conversation because I wasn't even thinking about this, but I, like, I think the I think the other reason I get a somewhat of a bad rap too is because I don't sugarcoat it. I don't like I'm not good with nuance. And you yeah. know why? Because like I especially I think I already was pretty direct, but then E made me more direct because E was so indirect back in the day. Mm. Like somebody will call me and be like, "Yo, E said he was about to come speak at our school." And I'm like, "Why? Well, he didn't say that, but he also <laughs> didn't tell you he wasn't." And he would be like, oh, okay, yeah, for sure. Yup, no, for sure. I'm going to definitely, yup, hit C, and then we going, yup. And then, and, and then, again, in they mind, they like, oh, okay, he said he was coming to speak. Where I'm just, can, can he come? No. And it hurts. It's a wrap. But I, but I, I don't like confusion. And that's why I go, that's why, you know what? It's crazy, man. Like, anytime, like, I have an issue with somebody or somebody have an issue with me, I'm like, dog, I just bring it straight to your front door. Not because I'm like some tough alpha male, but just because I don't like confusion. So I'm not going to tell this person to tell this person to tell this person to play the telephone game where I could just come to you and say, hey, look, here's what it is. I don't like confusion. And my whole point is, yo, if I really care about you or care about our relationship, then I'm going to come to you and I'm going to give you the truth. Because trust me, if I didn't care about you, I could easily. Okay, so let me give you an example. And, I, you know, we, we talk about this accountability group in terms of our working out and exercise. I told y'all the other day, shout out to my homie, I ain't going to say his name. He did a live, uh, like a, a IG live or something, and sent it to me. And I looked at it, and I screenshotted it, and I sent him back a picture of himself and said, Hey, bro, this quarantine getting the best of you. You looking mighty chunky right now. Now... 
Some might say, dog, see, that was harsh. You could have found a way, like, okay, cool. I probably could have called him, talked for 40 minutes, then say, hey, how's your workouts <laughs> going? But guess what he could say then? Oh, workouts cool, you know what I'm saying? I've been, you know, cool. I, yeah. And I'd have been like, oh, okay, I tried to, you know what I'm saying? But what I figured is, if I send you a picture and say, no, 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 bro, this is not up for debate. <laughs> I'm looking at your neck. You sent the picture? <laughs> I, I sent the picture. I want you to see. I, I, I'm, uh, apparently, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. <laughs> point of view. You see, you see. You see the perspective. Oh, man. CJ, worse than the police. Uh, hey. CJ had to show some evidence. He had to show you the evidence. Like, hold on. Now, you said you bought the bottle of beer. <laughs> <laughs> you know you done messed up, right? So, again, it might have been direct, but I care about this person. And, I, and, and, and again... This person running our circle, and I'm like, yo, if you running around us, you got to be tight. And if I saw E, and if E saw me, I promise you, Maul is like the leader of our workout accountability stuff. Mm -hmm. Maul sending videos <laughs> while he running. For good reason. I'm oh, talking man. about just dripping sweat in Sweating. the gym. Yeah. We have that accountability. Yeah. And so for me, again, is it too harsh? Maybe. But guess what? He texted me yesterday and, and ordered on Amazon the whole home gym. And hmm. got a, and said, yo, I also got a whole meal prep delivery service that's about to drop off my meals every single day. Hey. Oh, I didn't know who it was before. I got it now. <laughs> I got it now. Okay. So, so what I'm saying, though, is now if he dropped his weight and he looking and feeling and his confidence up and his business go up, then you could look at me and say, oh, I was a jerk on the front end. But again, y'all know me. I don't see the world in gray. Either you pay your mortgage or you don't. Either you pay your light bill or you're living in the dark. I don't see good effort. And so I want people to get to that next level. And so even on this podcast, I probably I probably push a little harder because I understand that there's somebody out there listening to us who's not giving their full effort, but still not living that life that they want to live. And so I want to I want you to feel that pressure. I just believe, again, if you under that pressure, if you feel that foot on your neck, nine times out of 10, you're going to respond in a different way than when you feel like everything's comfortable. If I'm walking around and I'm chunky and ain't nobody said nothing, my wife ain't said nothing, E, Carl, Maul ain't said nothing, I gained 20, 30 pounds, I'm getting swollen in the neck and y'all don't say nothing, I'm walking around going, oh, okay, maybe, I'm going to be real. E, the other day, Diddy was saying, um, I love D. D, D so honest, D was like, she was like, yo, this was, and she on her workout tip now, she killing it, but like, this might've been like a month ago, D was like, she said she was looking at uh, like a picture or somebody sent the video of her and it. she was like, uh-uh, who is that? Talking about herself, like, uh-uh. And she was like, yo, I, I need to get it together, like, and it's crazy because we get up and look in the mirror every single day. That's why I had to send a man a picture of himself to go, yo, who is that? Like, yo, that's you. And so my whole point was, again, if we could be honest with each other, if we could say, yo, here's where you need to step it up, here's where you need to step it up, or just hold each other accountable, how much better this world would be. But again, initially, it does hurt your feelings. I'm not going to deny that. When I first call and say, yo, you right here, it hurt. You like, ah, oh, man, shoot. And you got you could take you could take it one or two ways. You could say, "Oh, see a jerk, leave me alone. I never asked for his feedback, whatever." 
Or you could say, all right, cool, it's time to turn up. You know what I'm saying? And I just believe that, again, in my experience, E, people turn up more when you talk to them direct. And I always tell E, the craziest thing is, like when E speaks, he puts his foot on people's neck. But he would yep. never do it yep. in like the yep. off the mic. So like E off the mic, E would just let you get away with murder. And then get on the mic and be like, most of you won't be successful because you suck. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And then we get off the mic and he'll be like, no, you good. Don't worry about it. I'm like, hey, what's up? But you know what, see? I think it's, you know, it's really almost unfair to the people like you who are in who are direct, because to your point with Didi, you don't have to call her because literally she does. She looks in the mirror every day. And not just in the mirror in terms of physical, like she look in the mirror and everything, like, you know, she'll say, well, am I not contributing here? Like with the church, she'll be like, what am I doing? You know, right. uh, in the family, she'll be like, what am I doing? And so it's really, you know, people be like, see, call and get going off, but it's really your fault because you're not looking in the mirror yourself. Mm. And so because somebody loves you, they are able to tell you, you're not looking in the mirror yourself. And again, I just want to make sure Guys, y'all know why I'm bringing this up. I'm bringing this up because I feel like the pain of somebody being direct versus the pain that you're not making your dreams become a reality. Mm. Those two different pains. Well, good point. And I'd good rather point. take the pain. Like, I'm being real. We got hit with the quarantine, boy. I promise you, bro. I was so grateful. You know, Tiffany and D, high D. Tiffany was like, end of December, like, just before Christmas, I'm going to work you. January, I'm working you. February, you ain't gonna be mm. a career, but you're gonna be off six months. But and Ma, I didn't even think of this. She could have done the exact same schedule. I'm sorry, she could have had the exact same plan, mm. but she could have been one of those people to see his point who don't put their foot on the gas. And she could have mm. been like, well, we're gonna let you rest January, kind of build you up February. Like she had me December, January, February. So now that this situation happened, a lot of the stuff that I had on the back end is gone, but because she made me work hard on the front end, Ma, uh -huh. it put me in a situation where my dreams don't have to stop. Like, I don't have to stop the crib in San Diego. Like, I ain't got to make no phone call and disappoint my girl and be like, I'm yep. sorry, quarantine hit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We got the <clears throat> COVID-19. I'm sorry, D. Jada, I know you graduating this year but I'm not going to be able to pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got the money for your tuition, so yeah. I'm not really sure if you're going to get your paper and be able to go to grad school. Like, you know what I'm saying? But because Tip was like, C or D, Tip like, E, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's make this happen. I'm back to back. Can you get from San Diego to Chicago, back to Washington, uh, Washington State, back to Atlanta, back to Cali? And I was mm. like, it's going to be tough. But it's like, what about D? I'm like, yeah, she said she want to do it. But now, Ma, I'm looking at it like, hmm. woo, woo, if it takes, you know, three months to get back going, four months to get back going. I'm like, because of Tiff, I'm in a much better position. So I'm going to be real with y'all. Like me, you, you do have feelings and you are in your feelings. It is much easier to deal with the pain of being pushed than the pain of regret. Yeah. Like, Because when you start dealing with regret, then that's on you. You feel me? Like, you got to deal with the fact that you're not where you dreamed of being because of you. Whereas if you let somebody push you, that's going to piss you off. Right. 
But at the end of the day, you got to know if somebody's even willing to push you, they must care about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop doing that. My parents, they this or that. Well, my girlfriend, she hating on me. Stop saying that. Only people that's hating on you is the people that don't want to tell you so-and-so ain't good for you. Mm, and watch or this, e. you watch this. Be doing this and that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I was going to say this. When she was talking, make sure you have a relationship when you're going there. But I stopped myself because watch this. If you mature enough, dude, your enemies is your best help. They're your best help, bro. Your enemy, this this the thing that I think most people miss. Your enemy ain't lying. Bro, it's some character flaw that you got that they don't genuinely like. Like, they ain't lying on you. They take it to another direction. They want to see you go down, but what they're identifying is a real fact. It's something about you that's trifling that they don't like, and they can't stand your guts because you always let because something is something. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if if we are, in fact, listening to your point and saying, like, yo, if you're checking yourself, like, yo, what my man is mad at me about, his way of doing it is, is tore up from the floor up, but it's some truth to this that I need to address. And that in itself should fix me. So, I, see, I was going to say, like, you are cautious even, like, to make sure you have a relationship with people. Like, you go hard on, on the people close to you, see, than the ones that you don't know like that. Mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily hold back because you don't know the person either. Right, right, You see what right. I'm saying? So, the fact is the fact. That's what it is. If It's a fact. I don't care if it's your enemy, your friend, your mom. It, the fact is the fact. That's who you are. You need to make adjustments. So, let me ask you this, then. Since I probably am the most direct... Uh, I guess probably more, let me see who this, more E, Carl, then why when you notice things aren't right, don't you say something? It, it's Obviously for me, it's the like, dude, the way I'm wired is I want things to be smooth. Like I'm wired to like, let's just all get along. That's the way I'm wired. Like by nature, we talk about the adaptive. Now I'm understanding from you, from all, like, yo, it's not going to work. Like I'm understanding the pain now, E, that you just talked about. I'm understanding that pain. Like, yo, if you don't push, my mom sent me a clip the other day. Y'all know I got the kids in piano lessons. My mom sent me a clip of a four-year-old little child. I'm talking about ripping the, ripping the piano up. And I got my kids over here playing with one finger, and I'm like, y'all can practice 15 minutes a day. Like, I'm just being real. Y'all only got to do like 15 minutes. Y'all young. So I'm watching, like, yo, if, the same thing you just said. If this the result that I want, see... I can't operate like this the same way. So literally, Tamisha looked at me Monday like, yo, you, what's, what's up? Because I was on the kids' heads. Like When my mom sent that video, I was like, Carl, you got to make adjustments. You can't want that result for them. And I'm, telling, I'm trying to teach them like everything you do, you got to practice. But on the other hand, I'm saying you only got to practice 15 minutes. It don't, it don't make sense. So see, what I'm realizing now is like my preference is how I, like, I want the smooth. I want us to all get along. Watch this. It ain't like you don't want that. Right, right. It's not like you don't want that. You want that too. But you also want to see us grow as a process and get to the point that we said. So I'm understanding it from that side now. But just preference. It's just, that's it. Yeah. yeah. See which one you want. You want the old E or the new E? <laughs> who you asking that to? I just want to know who you ask. Uh, let's go old E. You know what I'm saying? All right, let me get our sponsor for today in here quickly. Ashford University's online bachelor's and master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule. At Ashford, expert faculty teaches you real-world skills from real-world experience from the comfort of your own home in online classes built for life's twists and turns. Shout out to one of my most memorable professors, Brian. Brian actually worked in the industry as it relates to video production, and his class is one of the ones that stuck out to me because it wasn't just book knowledge. It was, you know, practical stuff that he learned on the job that he brought to the classroom. 
you can pursue a degree to help you have a brighter future in one of Ashford's 60 plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology. With 24 seven access to your classroom, daily support, and financial aid available, Ashford gives you the tools you need to keep climbing. You are made for moments like this because you're hashtag tenacity made, just like Ashford. Educational is personal at Ashford University. Your success is their success. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Do it today. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success, ashford.edu forward slash success, and make sure you guys sign up today. Not all programs are available in all states, though, but go check it out, ashford.edu forward slash success. So, so here's what I didn't realize until I got certified and really understood the test. That the relationship thing is valid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I told you, I look at my roller deck, like my phone. Ma, I try to keep my phone close to me. I got a lot of head coach. You know, I got CEOs. You know, I got cats who are coaches in, in uh, D1 football, basketball. I got presidents of university. Like, yo, I got, like, the relationships, Maul, ain't, they help. <laughs> you feel me? Like, and I'm not talking about for myself. I'm, I'm blessed to be able to call on these people to get hookups for other people. So the relationship thing is phenomenal, Maul. But what I realized was when I started doing this assessment is that you can't use your car key to open up your house. Or you can't use your house key to open up the mailbox. It's different keys for different things. And what I was trying to do, Maul, was I was always, because my preference is relationships, mm -hmm. I was always trying to use the relationship key to open up tabs. Every door. Every door. You can't do that. So when you're dealing with something needs to get done specifically, bro, that, we, this ain't got to do with our relationship. You got, it's, it's this and this needs to get done so we can make this amount of money. Money don't grow on trees. So if we're going to get, if we're going to meet payroll, th these things have to be done. Like it is what it is. It, it don't, it don't, it's like our, like if we pray together, you know what I'm saying? And then go out to eat and we feeling good. That's not what makes money. That's what creates a family. And we need that synergy as a company, but we don't get paid off synergy. You feel me? We get paid off of products. So the products got to be. And so I realized, yo, eat, keep the relationship, the relationship. But when it comes to a things to do list, when it comes to tasks, when it comes to holding people accountable, they have to be held accountable. It is what it is if we're going to eat. So for me, see, I was able to separate, oh, this ain't no relationship moment right here. This ain't no kumbaya moment right here. This is a, there's a document you were supposed to complete, you know, um, even just recently when we was doing the thing with the government, you know, I, I made phone calls like, yo, I, listen to me very closely. I'm, I don't care if it's filled out. I got to make sure it's done right. Because if it's not done right, we're not about to eat. And right. I'm not doing this for me. I got to make sure we get this money because people need to make sure that they're able to eat. So my thing was, hey, is there a C who did it? Because if a D, I, or S did it, the details are not going to be there. So this ain't about how people feeling. I, I need a C on this. They're perfectionists. And all we need is one mistake for somebody to say, oh, well, we didn't give you the money because... This wasn't filled out right. And so my thing was, yo, here's the thing I'm realizing too, and I said it before, y'all gotta catch it. When people love you, they correct you or they get your back because they care. So my thing was, you know, they was like, E, it was done. I said, listen to me very closely. 
if it was done, then you ain't got no problems going back and looking at it again. But make sure you get a C to go over it. Make sure we have somebody at the bank who knows what they're doing to take a look at it. The person at the bank looked at it and was like, yep, a lot of stuff, but we got to make this adjustment, this adjustment. A day later, Ma, I got an email from Chase like, your paperwork is in. It's yep. been submitted. Yep. You'll hear from us shortly. I'm like, bet. Why? Because I want to make sure that however long this lasts, my employees are eating. So I can't be sitting back going, I don't want to call nobody because I don't want nobody to get mad at me. I don't want nobody. Yeah, get mad. But your wife and kids going to be glad yeah. when yeah, that he, check come in. Yeah, talk about one of the things, and I want to I want to kind of, I think this is important, but you said back, your preference is for to have a player coach. And um, you used to use the analogy of like Larry Brown when he coached the Pistons. It was like he wasn't necessarily like somebody that the Pistons like they they I don't know if they was just going to his crib to eat. I don't know if they was just like, Larry, you trying to go to the bar after the you know what I mean? Like he didn't seem like that kind of coach, but they had a lot of success in that era with, you know, the the, the second wave of the bad boys. Uh, with Chauncey and Rip and Tayshawn and them, they were obviously highly successful under that style, even though, like, a, a rest in peace, uh, Flip Saunders, who was more of a player coach. Um, and so I know they talked about that, um, how, you know, even though their preference was to have a player coach, uh, many people thrive better under that environment. So how do you get rid of your preference? And do you, oh, let me ask you this first. Maybe I'm going too too far. Do you think people can win having a player coach instead of a whatever you consider me to be? Absolutely. Absolutely. If the individual who loves a player's coach is willing to push themselves. Absolutely. But that's the problem I just said. See, we put ourselves in a position where we don't, for whatever reason, push ourselves. And then we get pissed when people push us. You feel me? Like, it's like, Push yourself if you don't want to be pushed. So I'm going to be honest with you. I love, and here, people got to understand it. It's two CJs. I promise y'all, when we were a little bit more, you know, like not on our grind the way we're on our grind. I'm talking about professionally. I'm not talking about me speaking. I always did what I had to do speaking. But there's some technical things that I had to start working on, right? And I remember C was like, ah, ah. But when I became number one, I promise you, he laid back like he ain't the same person he was seven, eight years ago. You feel me? Like, like literally on this podcast, we calling in and see coming in late. Uh, he had the last one to come in. He would have never done that five, six years ago. She would have been on us on our head 30 minutes before we would have been talking it out. <laughs> he would have been making sure everybody was where they were supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, see, like, yo, I'll get on eight o'clock, get Trey. We'll go through this. Get tra Like he ain't tripping no more like that. But when we were making mistakes, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the mic wasn't where it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. the, you know, stuff wasn't how it was supposed to be done. You know, C was pissed. Like, come on, y'all. Like, we already behind. We, not, we don't have something to lunch everybody. So I'm going to be real. Once you get to a point where you are what C thinks he sh you should be, he back off. So, C, I don't think there's nothing wrong with a player's coach. Mm -hmm. But there's something wrong with a player's coach when players are abusing that. When, right, when right, you right. cool with me as a coach and I'm thinking yeah. I can come a little late. So Yeah. So let me. Yeah. So let me. It's funny. I could give you a perfect example. Right. So when we have first um, kind of like figured out like, OK, we're going to probably, you know, start this company and do what we do. Right. It was funny because 
I had went like right in the little span where we had finished at Michigan State and we was getting ready to leave. Um, remember, uh, uh, Keisha Fife was the principal in Flint. And, you know, if you got a, I don't know how many credits it was, but in Michigan, it was like they'll pay you like $100 a day to go substitute teach. And she was in Flint in the hood. And, you know, they had a, a hood school. And I just remember it was my first time substitute teaching, right? And I was like, man, I was, you know, I'm young. I'm in my early 20s. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm about to go in here, man. These kids going to love me. It's going to be easy, whatever. So I came in there, you know, first day. Hey, what's going on? You know, dapping everybody up. You know, they like, oh, the sub, cool. You know what I'm saying? And I remember I, it was like, probably, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. So we, we was probably about 20 minutes into it. I was cool. Everybody like, oh, sub in here. Everybody sitting on top of the desk. I'm chopping it up with them, dapping them. You know what I'm saying? What's good? Y'all all right? And then I was like, all right, let's get busy. And it was like, get busy? And I was like, yeah, y'all pull out your workbooks. Y'all teacher want us to. And I remember it was like chaos in the room. And they was like, man, you ain't about to do nothing. I was like, hold up. And they was like, but in their mind, oh, like you, you, you black, you young, you ain't about to suspend us. You know what I'm saying? You cool. They start cussing. I'm like, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, nah, this ain't the, and it was hard to reel it back in. Right. But it was hard for me to reel it back in because they was, in their mind, they like, ah, whatever. Right. So then. When I was in Houston, when I snuck behind E back and was substitute teaching for like two weeks. He was more like E. Yeah. I, had, I needed a couple of dollars, though. I was broke as a joke. I had just borrowed some money from mom and pops. We slept the night away, mom. Oh, man. Oh, slept the night away. Hey, that's not the point. That's not what we're talking about. So I remember my experience from substitute teaching in Flint. So I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, it's not going like that this time. Like, I'm not having it. So it was the first, like, I came into the class, urban school, again, pretty hood school. I'm sitting in the classroom, sitting at the desk, all right, 8 o'clock in the morning, the bell ring. Bell ring. I'm getting ready to stand up and start teaching. Dude opens up the door. All right, y'all stupid. Hey, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Just like going off. And I'm like, yo, I, told, I stood up and I was like, my man, close the door. And he was like, Looking at me like, yo, who is you? And I was like, bro, close my door. I said, my door. <laughs> Mind you, I just, my first day in the school, ain't nobody ever seen me. I'm like, yo, close my door, bro. And he like, man, I don't know who you think you talking to. Bro, I promise you. I stood up and was like, I'm talking to you and what you going to do about it? And my man was like, man, F this. And he just walked out the class, right? I looked at the rest of the class and was like, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Mr. Q. You know what I'm saying? Don't call me CJ. I'm Mr. Q. I was like, look here. I was like, my man tripping. I was like, I was ready to start class. He coming in like that. I'm not playing that. Little did I know at the time, my man was the alpha in the class. So everybody looking like, oh, you just punked my man. So I, I told them, I said, hey, I could be, we could do this, <laughs> we could do this the easy way <laughs> or the hard way. And so I introduced myself. I was like, look, you got respect for me. I got respect for you. I'm not no hollering and screaming type teacher. But I am going to be in this class today. So whatever, boom, I promise you. The whole hour went by, smooth as all get out. And then somebody told me they went out in the class, like out in the hallway afterwards. And dude was like, man, that whole sub, whole he this, he da, da, da. And they was like, nah, bro, you was tripping. He was actually pretty cool. And, I, and they left me in that class the whole week. And I promise you, I had no problems after that. Like everybody saw 
that I could get, you know, like in that zone. And they was like, all right, we don't want no parts of it. But when I came in trying to be cool, again, I didn't get the results that I wanted. And so I don't know what it is about human nature that is like, if you don't have that pressure again, I don't know that people respond as well. So E, to your point, yeah, I guess if you already like on Jordan or Kobe level, Phil probably ain't had to come in and tell Kobe like, hey, make sure you're getting up extra shots. So now he could just kind of like focus on the game plan and you could come in my office and we could laugh and joke and I could talk about, you know, how to run the down screen and how to do this and what I'm seeing. What are you seeing? It could be a more of a collaborative effort. But on the front end, when y'all was little scrubs, I had to be on your head. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because you ain't know how to run the play correctly. Mom uh, called me um, just a couple of days ago, Ma. Man, when I tell you, man, I respect her so much because I travel to all these schools, Ma, give out my number, and nobody really ever stays in touch. She literally stayed in touch from the time her son was in middle school, like regularly, have him talk to me. If he out of line, she had me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Call yeah. my man to get my man back. Anyway, Ma, he made a 360, bro. Man, I'm talking about this kid is killing the game. Hmm. Um, he got a welding degree, like in middle school, I mean high school, Ma. So when he graduate, if all fails, he could do the welding boy, right? He working on his acting skills, you know, the whole nine. But she called me the other day like, Mr. Thomas, school out now. Like, you know, they ain't. They ain't on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they let him out for the year. And he's supposed to be doing his packets and stuff. And he ain't, he ain't, he ain't doing it. I need you to holler at him. And when she called me, Ma, I had to tell her, like, look, I feel you. I feel you. Like, I, he didn't went, but I've done the test with him. So I know what he is. Yeah. And I explained to her, I was like, yo, he works best in an environment that's structural. So you, the reason why you saw my man get A's and B's, because he was in a structured environment. And his teacher was telling him what he needed to do every day. Now, he by himself, and he don't have that structure. So he don't know what to do. So it ain't that he don't know how to do the work. He just don't know how. He don't know. And I was like, yo, you got to back off of him. And I'll talk to him. But here's what we're going to have to do. Like I said, the assessment, Ma. I'm like, I already know what to do with little man. But yeah. you are expecting him to be able to. I'm like, yo, he need a little pressure. He need a little assistance. Like, he ain't wired on his own just to get up and go, all right, I got to do this for this, that. But if you give it to him, he's going to kill the game. You know, so to your point, see, the majority of us need that structure. Science, uh, according to, uh, 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 you know, the scientific um, data is saying that only 12% of the world is really wired just to go ahead and lead themselves. Everybody else needs some type of, you know, assistance, if you will. Hey, even when, even when you lead yourself, because I've never had an issue with, I never needed a person to push me. Right? Never. I'm talking about never in my life. But even on that, being part of that 12% where I'm a self-motivator for myself, it's still a different level. And so even when you get a person like C, you know, like, hey, Jay, man, you, man, you kill, he can tell you, bless you, he can tell you that every time, even when we speak, he will sit back and truthfully, I don't ever even want to hear the good stuff. Right? I want him to tell me the bad stuff. You know, I'm always... Like, it's just wired in me. I want to do better than the last time. And I don't even look back and be like, oh, man, I, I did this. I don't live in the past because yeah. I've been wired to always, it's the next game. You ain't got time. You got five days or six days in between games to, to, to get yourself not prepared for the next game. So you have one day, really one day, the day after the game, to look at the film and see what you did right or what you did wrong. 
And then after that now, you got to prepare for the next week. So I'm saying, more everybody that's watching, I'm saying for real, I'm not telling you what to do, but after this, you should really examine yourself and ask yourself, are you a type of person that's self-motivated? You know, and if you're self-motivated, what do you do to get to the next level? And yeah. if the type of person that needs a CJ in your life, like, stop playing with it mm-hmm. and just go, yeah, I need yeah. to get a coach. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know I, mean? I need to get a coach, bro. Right, right. I, yeah. and, and don't look at don't look at that as something negative. Like, oh, what's wrong with me? I need a coach. We all need a coach. I had see, I had Anthony Flynn do something with me two years ago, revolutionize some stuff. Bro, we all need a coach. Don't feel bad. Don't feel stupid. Don't be ashamed. Don't feel bad or feel stupid. Here's the crazy thing. Again, let's look at let's use Maul as a case study. <laughs> it regard uh, contrary to popular belief, Maul was a multimillionaire way before we met him. You know what I'm saying? I know some hey, people think he blew up. <laughs> Some people think he blew up uh, when hey, he met us. Hey, e, I thought I just got this crib when I joined ETA. Now I, I, I just <laughs> exactly. I know that the story gets the timeline gets reworked sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, so the point being that think about this, y'all. Maul was already a multimillionaire since he was 26. And still sought out coaching from ET. Mm. Like, why would Maul, who's already mm. a millionaire, who got yep. tons of real estate, who got the daycares, he got the construction company, he got the security family, company, great, great family, family relationship with his wife, yeah, great relationship with his wife and kids, everything. Why yep. in the world would he be on YouTube watching E all day? Mm. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then why would he be spending money? To come to conferences. Like, I don't think y'all understand. Like, Maul is sitting here on this camera right now because he came to every single conference. He never missed the conference. He literally came to every single conference and spent his own money to come, hear information, and get things. And he already had more than the people that he was listening to. Like, think about that. Like, so Maul, I guess you could walk through. And, and mind you, I'm saying that to say, there's some people out there, you broke. You not making you, you not you don't have a good relationship with your wife. You and your kids ain't on the best level. You're not living your best life, and you ain't spent no bread to come to a conference. Mm. You ain't bought no books. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like you haven't gone on YouTube. Like how crazy is that? And I'm not talking to the people on the podcast. I'm just speaking hypothetically. Y'all actually investing into yourselves right now. But how crazy is that? That again, I just never understood. While Michael Jordan was the one in the gym last. It just didn't never make sense to me. I'm like, yo, Bill Cartwright, I'm going to need you with that crazy J. I'm going to need you to be in there working on how you can get your elbow in. Instead, you at the crib and Mike's still working. So, Maul, you could talk, speak to the mindset of why, even though you, was, you had already achieved so much and you were achieving so much, why were you still so committed to watching E!, to watching the videos, to getting better. Like, why was that still so important to you? I mean, you just think about it. Even though, like, Michael Jordan probably had way much more money than Phil Jackson, he still needed Phil Jackson to get to that next level as a coach, to complete it. So it's not even about, like, hey, well, I got more than this person that's on the stage, or I got more. Let me tell you something. It don't make a difference what you have. It's about what you don't have. And when I was listening to like E, and when I was listening to you on the stage, I remember taking notes from Carl. I took, I got three pages of notes from Carl um, speaking on the stage. 
Isaiah, uh, not Isaiah, but uh, man, I mean the whole squad. Joshua, he oh, was on King. this. Kim, yeah, yeah Kim was, was, was with you. Um, Elijah, I even got pages of notes from Elijah. And these are all people that I coach mm. right now. You know, so it's just about, first off, you got to humble yourself. You got to humble mm. yourself and remove the self. So I never really, when I was sitting at those conferences, I never said that like, hey, man, I'm a multimillionaire. I got all this real estate, man. CJ talking about he living in a one-bedroom shack. What, what I'm going to learn from this guy? You know, <laughs> I sat back and I was like, you know, man, these guys, they got a message. They got something. It's something that, it, man, I found my dad used to tell me that even a homeless person can teach you something. Mm. Mm. Everybody can teach well, you something. Well, he was homeless, so that makes <laughs> sense. Maybe my dad was looking into the future. Maybe he's talking about me a long time ago. I don't know. But everybody can teach you something. And, and But it's, it's up to you. You have to be responsive. You got to be able to receive the message. And so I've always, man, I've just been being a member of a team my whole life. Like, I've always just embraced the fact of having a coach. And having somebody, I always knew that even if I was at a 10, this coach would help get me to an 11 or a 12. They would get, you know, and I think he talked about it before in one of his speeches about that, like that toothpaste bottle. You know, where you got that extra that's still in the bottle, even though the bottle looks like it's empty, you can still squeeze a little bit more out. And that's what a coach does for you. It helps squeeze a little bit more out. So, and I, and, and real talk, I believe, yeah, I, I like, yeah, I, I got to, uh, uh, where I got to at the age 26 by buying real estate, doing everything that I was doing. But when you look at just the other areas in my life, the faith, family, finance, fitness, and freedom, I think that a lot of that still came from being attached to going to the conferences. Hearing E talk so much, a passion about his wife. Now, I was, I was passionately in love with my wife before that, but hearing another man, seeing another man of God, seeing another guy that looked like me talk about his wife in that kind of way, it... it it didn't change what I did with my wife, but it reaffirmed what I was already doing with my wife. And, it, and, and it's intensified. Y'all see that? Yeah. Y'all see that? <laughs> That's the first time I met Maul, y'all. 2014. Look at the book in, in uh, his hand. It's, it's Greatness is Upon You. That's the first conference we ever wow. did in um, Connecticut. Wow. Like, we're we not making this up, y'all. I'm sure, y'all. This is 2014. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I don't know. I think I still a little bit. It ain't. I don't know if it's still like that. 2014. Was it the shirt or the gun? I, I, back then, it was the guns. It was the gun. I made the shirt. <laughs> I made the shirt look good back then. Now the shirts be making me look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2014, y'all. Maul been rocking. Like, see, not playing when he tell y'all he been to our events for. That's six years now Maul been coming. Wow. So y'all see it. But yeah, I just wanted more, man. I just wanted to keep on it. I'm still seeking it right now. People, I think people got to catch that. I'm still, even after having, I don't know how many companies I got right now, but however many, five, six, and each, and I promise you, each one of these companies, and now to see know me, know me, and Carl know me, know me, E know me, know me, before they used to hear the story. Now they're mm. part of the story. And they can attest to this. Every single company I got is a is a million dollar, multi million dollar company. It just started one and it's already at a multi million dollars. It ain't been six months. So I'm just sitting here telling you though. But it, I don't believe that I'm because I ain't never I didn't go to Harvard or any school like that. You know, I told y'all I went to college, but I majored in football. <laughs> you know, I, I just I just believe that. So I never so everything that I'm doing right now doesn't have anything to do with the education level that I've gotten over the years. I seriously believe, and if somebody out here listening, I seriously believe that 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 connection 
of coaches. And, and you can call it a connection of coaches or you can call it exposure. And so that's what I was getting. So I believe that over the years, listening to E, going to the conferences, listening to C, listening to Carl, listening to all these different places, Les Brown, I believe it did something unconsciously to me. It's something that resonated in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit. And then now, because no matter if you're hanging around, I mean, it's just common sense. If you're hanging around the worst kind of people, eventually you're going to pick up those habits. Eventually, you know, if you hang around criminals, you're going to become a criminal unconsciously. Your mind and your heart, you might be like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm right. I, even though they're doing what they're doing, I'm still mm -hmm. now eventually it's going to rub off on you. And in that same way, I felt like, man, let me get around E. Let me get around these different people, man. Me and C used to see each other all the time at conferences. And we used to talk maybe for about five, ten minutes. I'm talking about for five, six years. We just yeah. talking for five, ten minutes. Yeah. But but when we actually did connect, I didn't even have to get to know him. He didn't have to get to know mm. me because we already, we was in the same mindset. We was in that same environment. So I already knew who he was without blowing him up to find out who he was. I already knew who he was already mm -hmm. without blowing him up. So it was just, you know, it just, it, that's just how I always, and I feel like I would have to give, you know, definitely God, number one, when it comes to my success. And then I would have to say after that, it was just all of the seeking these coaches, these different, you know, seeking out. And a lot of people, I think they, they miss that part. I think they put more emphasis on themselves and on their education and on their own finances than they do with, with, with connecting with other mm. coaches, or other people that can coach. And like I said, it don't matter what age a person is. It don't matter what race a person is. It doesn't matter what sex they are or how, what's their income level. I believe everybody. Everybody can teach you something, but you have to be ready to receive it. Man, you know what else you got to be ready to receive? Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, Organifi. Hey, man, uh, the Superfood Green Juice Powder, the whole squad is on. Uh, I got beef with them right now, uh, uh -oh. Carl. Uh, uh, what's up? I, 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 uh, they sent me something, but I did not get my green juice. Uh oh, I, I appreciate all the gifts, <laughs> but I am a green juice the fanatic. Green. So I don't know who I got who legs I got to break over at Organifi <laughs> to get my stuff. Uh, but Organifi, man, go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the promo code Success Man to get twenty percent off your order in all seriousness. Great product lines. Uh, everything you need. For those of you who know, uh, been with us for a while, Sean Stevenson is the one who put us on this, uh, the top health guru in the world, really. Um, my man is like, for real, just a, a, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to health and information. It's a product he takes, it's a product we take. And so we talked about it the other day, E, somebody was getting killed online because they was like, oh, you probably don't even drink that or use that. Something we actually use and appreciate. So shout out to Organifi. Uh, they've been the title sponsor of this podcast for a long time. All right, cool, cool. We got uh, some business to handle. We got some money to give away. And then also, man, we got a special, special treat coming in a couple seconds that we want to tell you, you guys about a uh, ridiculously, ridiculously cool opportunity. Um, but first, all right, we, uh, man, listen, there are no losers, losers here. Uh, but we went through the squad and I, man, and uh, we, they looked through, uh, man, just tons of submissions. We talked last week and said that, man, what we want to do is uh, weekly just start giving away $1,000 uh, as well as uh, access to Jamal's uh, Make Real Estate Real course, which has just been changing lives. 
I just saw more, more you posting testimonials from people on their second and third and fourth income property. We already know Carl here is a, is a, 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 a mogul, um, but we're watching other people now go through the course and just really uh, take their lives to the next level. So that was something that we said, hey, let's give that away too. So um, man, we went through tons of submissions. And again, if you're just hearing this, we're going to keep doing this. So um, if you already did it, you don't need to do it again. We're, we're going through all of them. And again, all of them were great. Uh, but if you're listening, hashtag whole 14 hashtag S2S podcast, and we're going to be giving away $1,000 in access to make real estate real. So this is, um, you know, really a, a cool opportunity for us to give back to the people that's listening. And I'll be real. Don't send it to everybody and their mama. This is for the podcast family. You know what right. I'm saying? Like this for the podcast family. We got enough of y'all on the front lines here. Um, and so, you know, let's, we don't need you telling your cousin who never heard the podcast. This is for you. And you you know, in, in our on our circle, in our fam. So again, uh, you know, just a small, small gesture, guys. We're not necessarily changing the world, but uh, wanted to at least be able to impact some lives right here. And so, without further ado, this week's thousand uh, dollar recipient and make real estate real course recipient is Carl. Boom, good oh. brother, my man, good brother. Uh, Carl, can you read it? Because I can't because it's half cut off because of y'all face. Oh, I got so you. So read it for me real quick. Yeah, it says, being that I'm an essential worker, I haven't been able to go see my son or family living out of my car to make sure I don't get or pass the virus. Cleaning and making sure my city transportation system is clean and sanitized. I love y'all. The hashtags, hashtags. Yeah. Um, Y'all keeping me motivated and going with the podcast. Thank you. I ain't putting my hands up. I'm putting my hands up. Beautiful, man. So that's good brother on Instagram. It's uh, good. And then brother is spelled B-R-U-T-H-A. Listen, man, y'all go leave him some love on his page. Let's, yeah. Man, this, like I said, this is a family. Even though y'all don't know him, you know, we, I may never met him, but... You, the comments and, and just the family aspect, man, is big. So let's salute him and all our frontline workers. Y'all go to the hashtag, even for those of us who are at the house and we're not on the front lines right now, go to the hashtag and just find them and leave comments, man, and, and, and really pump people up. Man, this is a tough time. Like, imagine why everybody else, eats, you said it, while everybody else sitting at home, you know, my man is out, you know, on the, the transportation system, making sure stuff is clean making sure everybody's still, um, you know, healthy, man. So we appreciate him for doing that uh, and, and want to make sure that we, in our own small way, show love to my man. So good brother, we'll be DMing you um, to get you that $1,000 payment as well as access to Maul's course. And then again, for those of y'all who submitted before, y'all still in there. Um, and every week we're just going to be picking out uh, people, man, to bless. And um, man, just our, our small way uh, from the podcast and from Make Real Estate Real to just say thank you. We love you and we appreciate you. Um, e, go for it. Anything you want to say to the frontline workers while I get our, our... Yeah. Listen to me, guys. You know, we're on the back nine now. We're mm. on the back nine. You know, I'm going to be honest. If you're on the back nine, it's a different it's a different fight. You know, the front nine, you know, when you are you know, running, you're a runner, whatever you're doing, it's like, for real, it, it's some adjustments that need to be made. You know, it's physical. It's tough. You know, it's hard. I'm going to be honest. When you get on the back nine, it's not about can you do it no more. You've done it up to that nine. It's not about if you could do it. Now it's a mental game at this point. You know, now it's about digging deep within. We're on the back nine now. 
uh, 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 60 days from now, whatever, whatever you call normal, we'll be back to whatever that normal was or that new normal, yeah. right? We'll be back to that. Like, we won't be where we are now. So we know based on the conversations that are being had, we're looking at uh, hospital admissions. We're looking at, you know, um, how many people, uh, you know, are being tested and are positive or negative. And we're starting to see a little flat line, right? We're starting to see it. So we're on the back nine now. We're on the back nine now. So, so now you have a sense of, okay, it's almost over. Like we can start seeing the end of the tunnel now. You can see it. It's clear. So now I'm saying like, yo, dig deep now. Now, now again, now when you run it, when you pass 30 minutes, it's not about can you do an hour or not. You know you could do an hour. Like you, you know your body is capable. Your breathing is good. But now it's a mental game. Now it's your leg saying, I don't know if I can do this. But you did it 30 minutes. You know you could do it. You, feel, you know you could do it. Now it's a mindset. So here's what I want you to do for me. When you get to a, when you get to that back nine, it's about making a commitment. And it's saying, I'm telling you, Ma, you know what I'm talking about. You got to get on the treadmill and say you're going to run six. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't say you're going to run six, yeah, you'll do three. Exactly. You yeah. feel me? Like, yeah. you got to get on it and say, if I'm working out, this is what I'm going to do. If you don't say that in the beginning, it's not going to happen in the process of. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It ain't going to happen while you're doing it. So now I want you to lock in like a pit bull. And I want you to say, yo, I'm committed. This is what, this is how I'm, this is I'm back now. I'm not going to, look, I'm not going to get to it. I'm going to run through the back nine. And that's yeah. where I need y'all to go. I'm, I'm proud of y'all. You have endured so much. You only got a few more miles to go. You only got a few more miles to go. You only got a few more miles to go. You can see the house now. Don't stop now. You can yeah. see it. <laughs> As the song say, over the hill is home. <laughs> you almost over the hill now. This ain't the time to get frustrated. This ain't the time to quit. Like you are literally almost at the end, all right? So I need y'all to dig in. This is a spirit race from this point forward. Yeah. This is a mental race from this point forward. It's not physical. You prove what you can do. It's not physical. It's all mental from here. So dig deep. You got go in your soul now. Go in your soul now. Get out your brain. Get out your heart. Go in your soul now and dig in that soul. And let's finish this thing strong because... So many people are counting on you. I'm telling y'all, we will never know how many lives you saved. We will never know. They're counting the sick. They're counting who died. But we don't know who was saved. Yep. We have no idea who was saved. But what we do know is that those that were saved, they were saved because of you. So we congratulate you. Yep. Right? We congratulate you right yep. now. We thank you right now. We thank you. Right? We thank you. Right. We thank you. We thank you for being on the front line. And because of you, instead of having 100 to 200,000 deaths right now, we're only looking at and look, each one counts. Each one counts. Each one is a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a, aunt, a cousin, a mentor, a teacher, a friend. So each one counts. But there could have been so many more had it not been for you. So thank you from the bottom of our heart. And finish this thing strong for us. We can't yeah. be on the front line with you, but we got your back. And we're going to do our part to help push you on. Yeah, no question, man. Um, man, we got a, a special guest that popped hey. on the screen. You know what I'm saying? I see. Uh, this is... Uh, Good morning, everybody. Hey, you know, I, I, I'm used to being the only attractive one on the podcast. So <laughs> it's nice to have some backup. You know what I'm saying? 
They, uh, people was tuning out, Tracy, because they had to look at these three ugly mugs. They back in now. Um, so, no, nah, man, this hey, where is Where you find this guy, man? Where you find this guy? <laughs> uh, listen, uh, man, I want to uh, welcome our, our guest. First time on the podcast. Matter of fact, uh, I, this is uh, family, not even a guest for sure. Right. Uh, family. Maybe uh, real quick. Uh, e, you could tell the people how you know Tracy and Tracy how you uh, know. It'll take too long. It'll take too much. It'll take too much. Uh, yeah, when I was, uh, you know, we talk about it, see, back in the day, Belltown Ministry, you know, man, we was young, bro. We actually traveled to uh, Miami our freshman year to do some work in Miami and uh, at a church. And um, during that time frame, you know how it is, Ma, you know, with the church, you know, you do work in the church and some people you, just uh, automatically gravitate to her automatically. You know, it's like some people, it's work. You go, you preach, you know, you baptize some folk. You may never see them again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You do what the Lord call you to do. Some people, it is what it is. But Tracy was one of the individuals, not just Tracy, her family, her mom, her brother, uh, rest in peace, Tay. You know, it was the whole fam, bro. We uh, connected. Was, I went by the crib probably every day. Uh, we <laughs> ate. You know, Ma, when you out of town like that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're trying to get a home-cooked meal. You know, and so mom, Tay, her, we became, man, family in that summer. Then she ended up coming to Oakwood. So, of course, when she got to Oakwood, because uh, Dee didn't really go to Miami with me like that when I first went. She was there a little bit, but not the whole time. So once Tracy came to Oakwood, it was like from there, at first it was me and her, it was like brothers and sisters. Then her and Dee got close, and we just been connected ever since, bro. Even though, yeah. you know, I moved back to Michigan, she moved back to Miami. Time uh, and distance never separated, you know, our relationship, man. So I've been blessed to, you know, baptize, uh, dedicate the kids. You know, I've been blessed the grandkids. I'm getting old, Ma. I didn't dedicate the grandkids, man. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. We're getting you know, better. So, we're not getting yeah. old. We're getting yeah. better. Oh, we're getting, we getting better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, according to CJ, I'm getting u- uglier better. <laughs> man, praise God. We've just been family ever since. And um, she told me recently, you know, she comes to all the conferences when we down south and sometimes travel to other stuff. So she told me about what she was doing. I was like, wow, to be able to go from, you know, just being fam to now bringing our ministries together. I'm like, yo, credible opportunity. And um, she spoke to you guys. And here we are. See, so I'm super excited about how we, you know, and, and Tracy never told you all this. See, I don't want to be the one to say it, but I'm going to have to say it today. But Tracy can actually sing. She used to do um, like what Jamie does for me. Yeah. Tracy used mm-hmm. to sing yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And she don't talk oh, wow. about that part. See, but she could, <laughs> she could do the she do the gospel. See, she used to do okay. Yolanda, okay. all Yolanda Adams. Next, next event, see. Next event. We're gonna put her up on stage. Um, real quick, man, we just wanna uh again the, the purpose that you know we wanted to bring Tracy on. We were presented with an amazing opportunity. Um Man, it is, uh, I guess, and I'll let you, Tracy, you kind of talk about what the opportunity is, and then, Ma, you can kind of jump in, but we have an amazing opportunity for our veterans, and I'll let uh, Tracy kind of tell you guys exactly what it is, because we know we got a lot of veterans out there who listen, and uh, we have just an incredible opportunity for them. Good morning. Uh, Once again, I'm Tracy. I'm the admissions director and the school certified official for Lakewood College. We're an online college. We have um, 
um, received the prestigious award of military friendly school for many years now. And uh, we do help a lot of our veterans. Um, we have, we've actually given out over a million dollars in grants to our veterans that no longer have benefits. But the purpose of our meeting today is to introduce the partnership that uh, we entered into with ETA Associates and Jamal King and uh, to, with his Make Real Estate Real program. Um, we have found a way to implement the program while actually uh, providing it as both so veterans can receive their veteran benefits and not have any out-of-pocket expense. To those veterans that still have, have eligibility under the post um benefit, we're able to assist those veterans so they don't have any out-of-pocket expense. Also for both rehab um, veterans as well. So um, that's what our collab has been. Uh, so far, I have one of few students enrolled uh, in in the program. We're able to receive the Make Real Estate Real with no out of pocket, and they're getting some education behind that, where they're able to um, earn twenty seven college credits towards um, a business degree or um, a, a paralegal. We are adding more programs. We're in the process of that. As a matter of fact, today, we have one of our site visits. Uh, we are getting Title IV funded. So I'm looking at um, a really exciting future with Make Real Estate Real and EPA Associates. I'm, I'm really, really excited because I know that I'm fully capable of taking care of you veterans, all of my veterans. Um, I go to bat for you whenever I need to as a beneficiary. Yeah, I love it, Tracy. So, um, and we, we, we're gonna, uh, your, your audio is breaking up a little bit, but I think we got you. Um, so veterans uh, who qualify for these benefits are actually able to take, make real estate real with no out-of-pocket costs. It is completely um, a part of your VA package and then they go to Lakewood College. So we got more, more how you feel, bro? Your course is in a college. Like, I mean, man, you know, we, we professional. Hey, 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 add college professor to hey, that resume now. Hey, right. e, I'm, e, I'm tripping because I told you, I majored in football in college. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, now, and now people are taking this course, but uh, man, I, all I got to say, man, and, I'm, and with all seriousness, man, all praises to God, bro, because I, I, I know and I've been hearing a response now. It's something to see how this course has changed my life, my family's life, but now... Oh man, now I'm starting to hear really about, I'm seeing this, the, the fruit from the seeds that was planted. Now I'm hearing about it affecting so many other people's lives. And I didn't even, when I was making this course, I didn't even think about, you know, the veterans. And my dad is a veteran, you know, mm -hmm. and my uncles are veterans. You know, everybody probably got veterans in their family. And so to have, to, to be able to link up with Tracy, bro, and have a program where it actually, where the veterans is covered, is 100% covered for them. I get 100%. messages all the time. I get messages all the time from um, from veterans that's just, that's active, you know, retired. They send a message saying like, hey, I want to get in real estate. How much is the course? And, and it's refreshing. You know, they do so much for us. Yeah. They do so much and they, they put their life on the line. You're talking about essential workers of frontline people, people in the military frontline every day. This is, they're 
front line every day. So to yep. be able to be able to create something now that's that's giving back a, a a little tenth of what they're doing, bruh, and to be able to say there's no price attached to it. You know, it's a program that that's already in place through Lakewood. I mean, it's just, man, like I said, I, I, yeah. I'm i just excited, bro. And so that was yeah. big for us, obviously. And thank you again, Tracy, Lakewood College, to be able to get the course in there. And the veterans, the, your benefits cover 100% of it. So, uh, man, uh, so t- Tracy, tell them, yeah, 100% of it. You, it's completely free. So, um, Tracy, just tell them where to go. Uh, what, do they go to a website? Do you have a phone number they can call? What, where, where should they go? Yes, you can um, visit our website at Lakewood College. It's lakewoodcollege.edu. Um, you can also reach me by phone, uh, 1-800-517-0857. My extension is 700. Um, I also have a text-only number, so you can text me as well. Um, I do respond to text. If, if, if you call me and you get my voicemail, um, I do respond to voicemails as well, but you can reach me and get a more immediate answer and set up an appointment with me by texting me as well. My text only number is 216-678-9933. Again, those numbers in order. My office number is 1-800-517-0857 with my extension being 700. And my text only number is area code 216 Six seven eight nine nine three three, and of course you can visit us on our website at www.lakewoodcollege.edu. We look forward to servicing all of our veterans. Um, we will figure out how we can make it work where there's no out of pocket, and you can um, earn credit towards your college degree. Wow. Well. Love it! Awesome. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah. You're very welcome. Yep. Thank you for having me. Yes, we'll see you soon. We'll have you back on. Thank you so much. Hey, Carl, can you put that in on the screen? Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, Um, So, hey, guys. So, uh, before we get out of here, uh, just want to say hopefully everybody's still happy quarantining. Everybody's still doing their thing. I see everybody still work. Carl, you didn't update us on your workout. We get to see E's workout. Hey, no, no. I got... So, this week... So I have the app that I use, and I, I share. I remember I sent the screenshots to y'all last week. But the app that I used yesterday, I decided, yeah, I'm gonna double the time that I was doing. Let's just say, notice that I ain't really moved my hands much since we were sitting here, Bruh, I am dead. But yeah, no, no, see, we still strong. We strong. Hey, Carl, Carl, CJ yeah. got me. CJ got me nervous over here. Like so. He over here talking about how's y'all workout going. I'm sitting over here trying to flex, make sure he don't take no screenshot of me <laughs> with the double chin. <laughs> sitting up the strap. Hey, E. With that insurance in. Oh, man. That's why I'm trying to make sure I'm staying. Oh, man. That insurance money, man. <laughs> yeah. um, man, no, I'm uh, I'm still getting it in, as y'all know. I've been updating y'all on, on my progress. Um, and then, you know, just, uh, still doing the, the PE thing with the kids still out doing, uh, I'm only trying to grocery shop like once every two weeks if I can. So, uh, man, the quarantine is, is still going, man. But, uh, hopefully everybody out there is being safe, man. Um, y'all squads is, uh, and, and look like everybody in good health. And so we appreciate that. I want to give a big shout out, um, to my man, Joe Hammond. Uh, who uh, is one of my game changer students. And again, man, when you rock with us, you family. And uh, he's a police officer out in the NYC, 
uh, contracted uh, COVID-19 and uh, is, is fighting and, and is doing, doing well. He's, uh, he's fighting through it. A strong brother, man, great speaker. Uh, but I just want everybody to throw up their prayers and well wishes to my man, Joe Hammond. We love you, brother. Um, you, you're going to beat this thing. You're going to get through it. And as well as everybody out there, you know, who's been uh, affected by this, man. It's just been crazy to see. Uh, hopefully everybody is, um, you know, taking care of themselves, man, inside as much as possible. And, uh, you know, just making sure they stay safe and keep their family safe. So, uh, man, super excited. Hopefully, uh, you know, Tracy was able to provide some great information. Hopefully we get you guys, the veterans, just an amazing opportunity to be able to take that thing to the next level free of charge. Uh, man, things just come together. I actually didn't talk about anything that I had on my uh, schedule to talk about <laughs> um, today. So... Uh, hey, see, can I say this off with the Joe Jackson? Yeah, go, Joe go Jackson ahead. wasn't on there. <laughs> Joe Jackson wasn't on there. Well, not at all. Hey, I know, hey, so everybody who's on here, if you have a family member or you know a friend, anybody you know that's a veteran, you know you can pass this information on. So this is yeah, not yeah, like yeah. How, this is not like how we're doing with no. the contest where it's like, hey, this is just for our podcast family only. So no, if no, you just want to, you want to learn about real estate, and you got a family member that could possibly teach you this, or yep. you know, work with them and go through this course, talk to your family member and let them sign up with this, um, talk, you know, with this course for the veterans. Yeah, no, definitely let everybody know uh, that you know their, their VA benefits uh, will cover this. So, man, um, with that being said, uh, I wish I could say I had a whole lot to do, <laughs> but I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm used to having to rush off. <laughs> like, nah, I just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I do need to get a workout in before uh, my 11 o'clock. So um, with that being said, anybody got any parting shots before we get up out of here? Anything you need to get off your chest? Nah, man. Good, man. Thanks for being Joe Jackson in my life. Uh, absolutely. Right. That's it. That's where we're going to end, for all of us. Thank you for your Joe Jackson DNA. Now, real talk, man, I just appreciate you putting your foot on my neck, man. Uh, Hey, Mark, show I'm me glad. the icky on your neck. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. This All right. said the hickey. Uh-huh. Pause. Uh, Mark got that print right there on that neck. Because uh, it's love, Mark. Uh, oh, no, no. It definitely uh, is. Way hey, to clean it up. Hey, I appreciate y'all letting me push y'all. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, plenty more to come. If you like, if you like that, you'll love what's in store for uh, the rest of 2020. So, uh, man, with that being said, man, uh, appreciate y'all listening. Go leave us a review on uh, the podcast app and uh, share a podcast with a friend. Let them know what we're doing over here, man. We appreciate. Hey, subscribe. You. Get your subscribe. family to subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we love you. We'll see you, see next, you week. next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.